just getting help in any sort of direction with your home, with your kids, with your business, it's vital for success. Welcome to the Mom Entrepreneur Success Podcast with Mariana C. Ruiz, the podcast for the go-getter mom entrepreneur who refuses to let motherhood slow her down from achieving success and making an impact. Tune in Mondays to learn the success secrets of top influencers who also happen to be moms so that you can reach the success, freedom, and impact you desire. This episode of the Mom Entrepreneur Success Podcast is brought to you by my Freedom Coaching Program. Are you serious about making a full-time living with your business? Then get ready to implement the strategies that get you real results in less time. I will support you 110% for six months to create a business that has real results and real profits. In just six months, you'll have a business that's consistently generating leads, making an impact online, and bringing in cash to not only support the business itself, but also to support your family, all from the comfort of your own home, so that you have the freedom to spend as much or as little time with your children as you want to. And not just that, I have had clients who have gone from a brand new business idea to paying clients in just three weeks as well as clients who have had their first 5K month within the first month of working together. So if this sounds like something that would benefit you, head on over to marianacruiz.com and click on the work with me tab. There you'll find all of the information about the program as well as a link to my scheduling app so that you can go ahead and schedule a time to see if working together would be a good fit for both of us. So head on over to marianacruiz.com and click on the work with me tab. Okay, now back to the show. Welcome back to the Mom Entrepreneur Success Podcast. Today I have Kathleen Coble who helps mom entrepreneurs to monetize their businesses and their skills online. And today I'm really sorry, I'm sick so my voice is a little bit off and Kathleen's son was having a little bit of a temper tantrum. So please bear with us, but I know you guys understand we can't really do too much without our kids having temper tantrums, and we're just going to move right along. So Kathleen, welcome to the show, and tell us a little bit about what you do and kind of how you got started in this business. Absolutely. Thank you so much for inviting me to be on your podcast, Mariana. So I started in the online business world about seven or eight years ago. I actually went to graduate school for clinical counseling and became a counselor, except when I graduated school, I had an internship and I had a really tough time finding a job just with the state of mental health funding in the state that I live in. And my husband and I were getting ready to get married. So I really needed to find a paying job, not just a free internship. So I got asked to go work for an entrepreneur. And I thought it would end up being just a short-term job that would kind of get me through paying the bills for the wedding. But I ended up staying working with him for seven years. And over the course of those seven years, I helped him start different online businesses, grow businesses from just an idea to multi-million dollar companies. And, you know, not every business we started was a huge success. There are absolutely failures that came along with that. But that's where all my training comes from is kind of just getting thrown into the mix with a very successful internet entrepreneur and Basically, he was my mentor and, you know, I worked for him, but I kind of looked at it as he mentored me for seven years and paid me to be his right hand person and really just understand the world of online business and how pretty much anyone can use it in order to monetize a skill set, you know, that they already have or that they're looking to acquire. So that's where my specialty comes in with helping moms to start their own online business or, you know, monetize a passion or an existing skill that they already have. And, you know, one of our biggest successful companies that, you know, I started with him was selling physical products. And I always had a little bit of the entrepreneurial spirit 
spirit as I worked for him. I mean, how could you not? I needed to make some extra money, so I asked if I could set up an Amazon store for him and sell his products in there. And that is where I got my start with Amazon. And ever since then to this day, I now have one of my companies where I help other people get their brands on Amazon. I have my own products I sell on Amazon, but my passion is with the moms. So I love helping moms figure out how they can turn their skills into money, into online businesses. And then I especially love the Amazon side of product businesses. And that's really another area of my expertise. That's awesome. So when you help moms to monetize, what kinds of things could they do? Because I think a lot of people, especially my crowd, because I coach coaches primarily, but they start immediately going to service and not into product. So can you talk to us a little bit about how something like that might work? Or does that work with a business that you already might have? Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when I'm working with service-based moms and service-based businesses, they do have a difficult time understanding that there are other ways that they can bring money into their business besides their primary coaching hourly packages. So some examples are if you know you have a blog, you can monetize that with affiliate marketing. You can insert affiliate links promoting products that you use for your business or that your clients have found very valuable that you've recommended to them or you know obviously you want to stay within things that you use and that you've had success with. But that's another way that you can monetize is throwing in some affiliate links and promoting others see what you use and promoting that for a small commission from you know the company that you're selling for. Yeah, that happened with mindset course that I took. I just had posted a link about it on my blog and did really no other additional promotion for it and I just got the check last week. And it was a pretty substantial check because the the course gave me 50% commission. So that was really cool. And that was also fun because it was sort of unexpected, right? Like I didn't know that somebody was going to go there and click on the link, but I had to put it out there to see if anybody would. For sure. And that's half the battle right there is just putting it out there. Even if it's not something that you're going to do a whole launch around or promote consistently to your community for weeks or months or even days, even if you just put it out there one time, the great thing about being an affiliate is that it's there forever. And so anybody that comes to your website can happen to come across it and click and buy. And you don't have to pass that initial writing the blog post and inserting the link. You don't really have to do much to maintain that because people are still coming to your site and they're going to find the blog posts that resonate with them and they're going to read what really jumps out at them and that it's not going to be the same for everyone. But like you said, you don't know until you put it out there. I see so many moms who are hesitant to even try to use affiliate links because they feel so bad about selling or, you know, they don't want to come off as just advertising other services or, you know, getting people to buy stuff. But, you know, they don't realize that they're actually doing their community a disservice by not letting them in on, you know, a successful course that they've taken like you have or successful product that they use in their business that they can then share and other people can use to help their business too. That's so true. And I totally agree with you on that. The course that it is Lucky Bee Money Bootcamp. And that course is a lot of mindset work. And it really just is one of those products that works really well alongside my coaching or complements well. I didn't even plan it like that. It was just something that I used. I loved it. I talk about it sometimes. And you know, somebody went on my website and bought it. And so it's like you said, it was something that if I wouldn't have done that, it's taking somebody away from having a really great experience and from getting great results, which that person is because we're in the community together now. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, everyone's different. Everyone needs a little bit of different things. Maybe you're not selling 100, but you're selling one. And that's really what 
being a mom entrepreneur who helps other mom entrepreneurs is all about. It's really just, if I can help one person every day, I consider that a successful day for me. I love that. Tell me when you started working with that successful entrepreneur, did you already have children or did the children come after kind of how did that flow? Ah, uh, yes, that was very, very much before my days of children. I went to go work with him right out of grad school. And then so that was date myself here. So I graduated in 2009 with my master's and I worked for him until the end of 2015. So my daughter was born in 2014. So I worked for this entrepreneur for about five years. And then I had my daughter and it actually worked out really, really great for a long time because he is a huge family man. He has seven children. So he absolutely understands the need to put family first. And, you know, that's what he built his businesses around too is so that he's able to put his family first. But, you know, the roles that I was given and the time that I was putting into the businesses, it just really made me realize how much time I was missing away from my daughter. So even though I had been working and I really did enjoy my job, there was a pivot point where it became very stressful. There were a lot of things going on. And yeah, it kind of all just culminated to a head where I didn't feel as though I was really utilizing my time in the most productive way that I could be. I guess I kind of figured that, you know, if I'm not going to be around my daughter, that I need to really be not like super successful or making money, but I wanted to be happy. I didn't want to feel like I was gone all day, getting stressed out all day and missing the time, you know, with my child. And so it kind of just made sense at that point to branch off on my own and, He was very supportive of it, which is really great. You know, we still communicate and talk semi-frequently, you know, right now. But I decided to leave because I was just frustrated. I was stressed out. The job, like I said, had pivoted and wasn't, you know, really what I thought. I wasn't really loving what it had turned into. And so I decided to leave and take some time off, spend some time with my daughter and start my own business. And about... Two weeks after my last day of work, I found out I was pregnant with my son. And so that kind of put a little bit of a wrench in my plans. But, you know, I kept going. I saw it as a big kick in the butt to really get my business working for me as quickly as possible. So I left my job, found out I was pregnant and started a few different businesses all within a year of leaving my job. Wow. And even more recently, we did some work together and you're just such a go-getter. Like I saw that in you when we started working together. So we worked together in a group coaching format and then you started working with me one-on-one and you grew your group. Do you remember that? You launched your group and three months later, she had a thousand people in her group. And she had a baby in like month two. Oh, yes. <laughs> that was intense. It was a lot of fun, <laughs> but it was very intense. I have been fortunate enough to work with Mariana one-on-one, who, of course, is an amazing business coach. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't know how amazing she is already. I cannot stress that enough. So Mariana encouraged me to start my own Facebook group, which I did. I launched it about four weeks, I think it was like three or four weeks before my son was born. And yeah, so that was early June. And then right within three months, I had a thousand people in the group. And then within six months, it was about 1500. And I mean, the group has just grown. I think we're almost at 1800 right now. And it's just been a month. We're basically we're 1500 last month. So it's just grown and grown and grown like faster than i ever would have thought. Yeah, you've been doing so well with your group. And I love your community is so warm and welcoming. And they all love you. And now you're even doing a startup school. So can you tell us like a little bit about that? 
Yeah, absolutely. The community is full of amazing moms who are either ready to start their business or stay home with their children, are thinking about starting a business, or many of them have already started their businesses and they're kind of in their first years, you know, kind of trying to navigate the water and figure it out. There's a lot of information and it can be very overwhelming to decide to take that leap into the entrepreneurial world, especially when you're a mom. And so I've just come out with a program called the Smart Business Mom Startup School. And this program is geared at moms who are either total newbies or in their first year of business, where I take them through the process of turning their business idea or offline business into an actual online business that's open for business for them 24-7. So, you know, the end result is that they're able to make money working from home, doing something they love and utilizing, monetizing their existing skills, experience, expertise, whether that be from a job such as like with my case or having an already existing business that they may want to bring online. So it's very exciting. I have quite a few amazing moms who, like I said, the program just launched today, the day we're talking on this podcast, which I know it'll be quite a few weeks till you're actually hearing this live. But Startup School is going to be a program that I'm going to be launching every three or four months. So you should be hearing about it starting up again soon by the time this podcast comes. And it'll be just that much better because we'll be in the second round. We'll have a, I anticipate there'll be a lot of great success stories from the moms who are going through the program right now. And so I'm really, really excited. Like I said, it's been one day and that the, the excitement from the group is just, it's amazing to be able to help moms achieve their financial freedom. Yeah, it's so beautiful. And for me, it's the ripples, like us working together and you then going to help other moms that I can't reach or that want to work with you or work with you better. It's just so beautiful. For me, that is fulfilling my mission to 3x. And for you is the same. Like there's going to be moms going through your program who help other moms in different ways. And it's just so beautiful to see that blossom. Oh, I could not agree more. And I know, Mariana, you and I, we both help mom entrepreneurs, but it doesn't stop there. Everyone is different. And so I really, you know, something I love about being in this community is that I don't see competition. I don't see like the competitive driving force behind these businesses and these moms because everyone is just so open and understanding and accepting of each other. And it's like, if you're doing the same thing that I'm doing, let's connect. And I want to talk to you because I really don't see that one particular mom, she's going to resonate with somebody else who, like you said, maybe you can't help her or I can't help her, but we know somebody else that can. And so it's just something that I've seen such a big difference in between the online startup world and then, you know, kind of niching it down into the mom entrepreneurial online startup world. And I just love it. It's just a space that I love to be in. I'm so passionate about it. And that's why I want to bring all the moms I know and every single mom I've ever met (laughs) into this world to understand that they can be really happy and be home with their kids and be surrounded by such supportive moms who are in business doing the same or similar things that they're doing too. It's such a nice, happy, exciting business for me to be in. Yeah, I totally agree. I saw that the competitive side when I worked in corporate and Mm -hmm. That has been one of the things that has really helped me to stay wanting to do entrepreneurship because there isn't the competitiveness and we always collaborate. So I've done collaborations with a lot of people, all the people on this podcast, and a lot of them do very similar things that I do. And I'm just thrilled to share that information with you and also thrilled to share their expertise with you because you might work better with one of them or with me and that's all okay. It also doesn't mean that you can't work with multiple people, right? So like I have a couple different business coaches that I work with right now in different capacities. So that is also part of, I guess, the abundance mentality. That is my word for 2017. Um, (laughs) 
but not so much in this area. For me, abundance has been really about allowing myself to feel really good and for things to be easy. Because when things start to go really well, I start to stress out about something completely random and unnecessary. (laughs) (laughs) But that's just a side note. However, for me, this has really been one of the reasons that I have wanted to stay in this space. And that has really drawn me to it, just like how you said. Yeah, it's just like you said, it's completely different from the corporate world. And, you know, I've been pretty far removed from the corporate world for a while with working for an online entrepreneur for so long, but it's still the same. It's still, you know, you still have the competition and I think entrepreneurs overall are much more likely to work with each other and see less competition. But yeah, there's just something about the moms and just wanting to like band together and unite and support each other. It's a nice community. Yeah. And I think too, like being a mom entrepreneur, we have such unique situations and circumstances than moms who aren't entrepreneurs and also moms who are in corporate jobs or other entrepreneurs. Like we are just in such a unique situation that we really just get it we talked about before we recorded like you know your son was having a temper tantrum and I'm just like yep got it like (laughs) we can work with it right yeah you know and that's another reason yeah so Mariana and I are trying to connect and my son who's six months old who knows what it was but he's just wailing and he would not stop and of course you know he's been quiet all day and my husband is home watching him so not like I just left him or anything (laughs) but I work out of my home and so when it gets loud you know it can be very distracting (laughs) but yeah you know you just kind of adapt and one of the greatest things about working with other moms is that they've probably been there and they totally understand (laughs) that we need to be a little bit adaptable. And so, you know, right now I'm sitting in my car so that I can still reach the Wi-Fi and it's quiet enough to record a podcast. And you know what? It's working. We're still doing it. And you just adapt. You find a way. I think that's such a great quality that we as moms have that really contribute to being successful entrepreneurs is that we are able to have the ability to adapt to like any situation, really, because we're moms, so we do it all. (laughs) I love that. And you touched a little bit on success. So can you tell us like a little bit about what success means to you? Because I think it's so fascinating, the differences that we see on the show with everybody's definitions. For me, success really means plain and simple, being happy. If I'm happy when I wake up in the morning because I'm working on something I'm really excited about, I'm happy because I get to wake up and see both my children and spend the mornings with them. And if I can go to bed happy knowing that I've helped another mom or another business, I mean, money money is important because you need to pay the bills and, you know, support your family. But I think... Money can't buy happiness. So really, I see success as just being overall happy in your day-to-day life and living every day to its fullest and going to bed with a smile on your face because you know you've had a great day and you have another great day coming tomorrow too. Yes, I love that. And ultimately, that's a lot of times when we set these success goals, right? Like the reason that we think we want $20 million is because we think it's going to bring us happiness, right? right? So a lot of times it is the underlying reason that we set these big goals for ourselves. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, like we said, everyone has their own definition of happiness. And so it's just a matter of figuring out what is happiness to you and now how do you go out and get it? Is there anything that you wish you knew a little bit sooner? Because you do have a lot of experience. And I think we can all learn something from what you have learned. So I would love to know if there is anything that you wish you knew a little bit sooner. Despite all my experience, yes, there's always room to learn and grow. I make sure that I either listen to a podcast or read part of a book or, you know, go through some sort of training. Make sure that I'm learning every single day because you can never learn too much. But something I definitely wish I knew sooner is 
I think I knew it, but I didn't put it into action. I should have put it into action sooner is to stick with your strengths and don't try to do everything. You know, we're under the impression that when we're starting our own business that we have to do everything. And I really think that's such a limiting factor, especially so many of the moms that I've worked with. You know, maybe they can't afford to outsource or they just don't know somebody else that can help them with the skill set that they're not so strong in. And that's okay. I think you need to learn a lot of things about your own business, especially when you're first getting started. But yeah, something I wish that I would have implemented sooner was asking for help in the areas that are not my strengths. And so I think if I would have done that sooner, my businesses would be that much stronger. I mean, I think I've been doing it now. And so I've just seen how quickly they've grown. Like as soon as I started to hand over tasks to other people, and I would really stress that don't try to do everything yourself and stick with what the areas that you're strong in. And then Try to find someone else that can help you. You don't necessarily have to hire a virtual assistant your first day in business, but you do want to make a note of those processes that you eventually want to outsource or look to your network and collaborate with somebody. Maybe you can exchange services with somebody that is really strong in an area that you're not and vice versa. It's not all about paying for an outsourcer because there are ways to get help. You know, I just recently brought in my sister to my Amazon business and it's made a world of difference. In the last two months since she's been on board, we've grown more in the last two months than we have in the last six months. And so you don't realize until, like I said, I knew I couldn't do it all on my own, but I didn't put that into action. And as soon as I did, I immediately saw results. And so that's definitely something I would say to people is that If you can find help in any capacity, use it. Use it as soon as you possibly can. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. That was definitely one of the first things I did in my health coaching business. And I already had a VA that I was working with when I launched my business coaching business. But I've always had somebody And when I've had to replace them, like you said, I had the system. So it was really easy to bring someone new on and get them trained because everything was already set up. So Mm -hmm. when we talk about building a business, it's not only growing your following. And I think that's like such a big misconception for people is like they want more visibility and more following and more clients. But it's also setting up these systems and these automations and the support around you to service them, right? Absolutely. Because if you don't have the systems and the automation, you're going to burn yourself out. It's just inevitable that everyone needs a break at some point, whether it's an hour or a day or a week, you know, you're going to need to be able to take some time off from your business at some point. And so in order to be able to do that, you've got to set yourself up for that because no one else is going to do it for you. And so what advice do you have regarding maybe like a trade or a barter situation? Like I've never dabbled in any of that. I would say here, I'm just going to say I hire primarily outside of the US. I hire to the Philippines. So I'm going to refer to the podcast episode that I did on stepping into the CEO role. It's season one, episode five. And there I talked about how I hire outside of the US as well as how I asked for some help from my husband from some of the stuff inside of the house to free myself up. But what advice do you have, Kathleen, for somebody who (laughs) wants to maybe try the trade situation? Do you have like a time limit or how do you make sure that's fair for both parties? You know, I don't know that there's a specific formula for that, but You kind of just use your network. So for instance, I work with a mom who is great in sales. Like that's her thing. She loves sales. She's amazing at it, has so much experience. And when it comes to copywriting and doing my sales pages, I really struggle with my own business. It's a lot, you know, I can write an Amazon product description in my sleep, 
But when it comes to writing a sales page for myself, I have a lot of things I'm still working out with that. So I asked her to look at it for me. She gave me some suggestions on how to clean it up. And then I helped her with coming up with different ways that she could monetize different areas of her business. And so while we didn't really put a specific time limit on it, it's kind of just like a bartering of services where I'm going to help you, you help me. And at this point now, we've both actually paid for each other's services too. So it started as a barter and now we've paid for each other's services. And now we both know that we're clients, but we're partners and really the possibilities are endless when you decide to collaborate with someone. And as long as it works for both sides, you know, I don't really see there being any sort of downside to asking. You know, I also have a virtual assistant that lives out of the country. And then I have a couple family members who help me out with different parts of my other businesses. And so you can look to your family or your friends or like my husband and I both work on our Amazon store together. It's a collaboration of working together with taking care of our children and growing our Amazon business. You just kind of have to be open to letting other people into your life and into your business, which can be scary because it's hard to give up control sometimes, but don't seek out free services from somebody, but offer them up and then maybe they'll be happy to help you out too. Actually, now that you mentioned that, that's how Joy Martinez and I started to meet up. And now we offer a product together. In my six-month coaching program, you get a strength assessment with Joy. And that's pretty much how we started. We started looking at each other's sales pages and just kind of supporting each other, being each other's like cheerleaders. And we became biz besties and I've bought her programs. She's bought some of my stuff. So it was very much like that, very organic and very not like either one of us was trying to get something out of the other person, but just we were there for each other, always supporting each other. I love that, you know, because you just want to be open to networking and learning from other people that are in your area of business and, you know, just leave it open. Like you said, just let it happen and support other people and they're naturally going to support you back. That's why it's so important to continue to grow your network as you're growing your business. And then it will become so much easier to be able to bring people in to help you either outsource or exchange or purchase someone else's services too. You could still buy other people's packages. You don't necessarily have to trade hours or trade services, but yeah, that network is just so important to make sure that you're growing your business and your marketing and, you know, the referral network is probably the best way, most trusted form of selling that you can be in. And it just makes it so easy because you're really there to help each other. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to shift gears a little bit and ask you about what you do to stay on top of your game because you do have three kids and you and your husband stay home. Is that right? Yes. Yes. I have two kids, but my husband and I both stay and work from home and we don't have a ton of help at home. So we have gotten very good at scheduling uh, within our house. So typically we'll alternate days of the week where one gets to work for the majority of the day and the other takes care of the kids for the majority of the day or will split up our days and, you know, one gets the morning, one gets the afternoon and then we kind of meet up during nap time or after the kids go to bed to collaborate on the projects that we're working together on. It's really great to have like a business partner that lives with you because they're constantly holding you accountable, which sounds like it wouldn't work, but it just really works well for my husband and I, you know, some, especially our friends are like, wow, you guys work together and you stay home together all day and you take care of your kids. Oh my gosh, how have you not killed each other by now? You know, <laughs> so I know a lot of people that wouldn't be able to do that and that's okay because it didn't work for us right away. I mean, we've been doing this for four years now. He's been working with me on my business for, yeah, like three and a half or four years now. So, you know, the first year was much rougher than it is now, even though we have two kids in the mix. So <laughs> you get your systems in place. You learn a lot about each other, even more so than you did when you mm -hmm. got married. But that's definitely something that I do to stay on top of my game is just constant communication 
with my husband, whether it's about the kids or the business or the household things or anything, family, friends, just want to have that open line of communication because once it shuts down and if you don't have that support at home, it makes it really hard to feel supported in your business. Yeah, I'm in a course right now. And one of the things the teacher said is that your environment dictates 90% of your results. So he has made it a mission inside of the course to set up an environment for success. So we do have a live event we're going to go to, we're meeting up with people one on one, we're We have accountability buddies. I think that that is so right on point. And so how you can start to set something like that up for yourself is through the collaborations like we just talked about. Finding a biz bestie, even if they don't live in your home. (laughs) Asking for the help from your spouse when you need it. I really think that that's really important for us as moms at least for me, it was one of the most challenging things I did. I think there was one coaching call I did with my coach and I was like, I really need to just ask for help from my husband. And I was so terrified of doing that. Like for some reason I could ask for help from anybody else. But when it came to my husband, I was really afraid. And, you know, I I felt guilty like, oh, but he's the one that works, right? I don't want to bother him asking him to do the dishes or something. But that little bit of help has made a huge difference. And it's also helped me to be more willing to accept help and flow my day better. So I'm not like sitting there being like, oh God, I have to now do the dishes. I just put the baby to bed. I just did 20 coaching calls, right? It's like what you were saying earlier, Kathleen, that we don't have to do everything ourselves. Right, exactly. And like you said, it's very scary to ask anyone for help, you know, whether it be your husband or neighbor to come help you watch your kids or even a parent. I think we're all a little guilty of that. And even though, like I said, my husband and I both work at home, we have been a little hesitant to ask for outside help. And it is a little bit scary because, you know, trusting your kids with someone else, like the best possible scenario to be able to stay home and watch your kids. But You can't build a successful business and not have any sort of help with your business or with your children. You have to have some sort of help. And so we've definitely struggled a little bit with getting some childcare in place. And it's something that we've been talking about since the new year is that we're thinking of having a nanny come in a couple days a week to watch the kids, you know, while we're there or not. It's hard, but you never know until you do it and what kind of massive successful results you're going to have from it. I don't see a negative in getting childcare. I think, you know, we're just a little scared to give up that portion of control to someone else since we've had it for so long. And so that's also a part of growing and learning and you have to get out of your comfort zone and you have to do things that make you uncomfortable and saying hire some random off the street to watch your kids. But, you know, it's get over the fact you're never going to be able to be with them 24 seven. You're going to have to trust other people with them. And so, yeah, just getting help in any sort of direction with your home, with your kids, with your business, it's vital for success. And we did that. I got a nanny when I had brought on a lot of clients over the summer. And like you said, it was just so freeing to have that little bit of space and time by myself because I could have the nanny here and take some time for myself, which I did not allow myself to do that. If I had asked my husband to watch the kids, it would be because I was working, right? Mm -hmm. And those were all rules I made up in my own head. (laughs) Yep, that's something we love to do. I do the same thing. (laughs) Yeah, so when I had the nanny here, I was able to take a little bit of a breather and that just made me feel human again. There was something about it that just made me feel ah, like a weight had been lifted. Of course, that was my first nanny. We now have a different nanny. But my first nanny, she would cook and clean. And it was like, oh, my gosh, like she just so over delivered on that part. But she didn't speak Spanish and we primarily speak Spanish. So I found somebody that did speak Spanish and that was a much better fit for our family because I really want my son to speak mostly Spanish because I think he'll learn English when he gets to school. 
But anyways, my new nanny doesn't cook or clean. But (laughs) we've been doing a lot of crock pot and that kind of stuff to kind of make up for it. But like you said, I would have never had that time and space to myself and to actually give more in my business. Because I think being recharged allowed me to give more in my business, give more to my kids when I do see them. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the biggest reasons for asking for help is yes, to grow your business and yes, to, you know, feel better. But that self-care is just something that we as moms tend to neglect for ourselves. And, you know, I know I'm guilty of it too. I try to find ways to give self-care to myself as much as possible, but it's so hard when you're running a business and when you have two small children at home and, you know, work on a company with your significant other and there's not a lot of free time. You know, you have a household to maintain and relationships to upkeep and I'm someone, I love my alone time and I really do my best to try to make sure I get some alone time at least a couple times a week here. But self-care is something that I know I need to work a little bit more on. And it's so great to hear how having the nanny brought in for you really, really helped you with that. And then in turn helped with your business and just helped, I'm sure, with your overall sanity. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Because exactly, I had gotten to that point where like, I wouldn't say I no longer love my business, but I was starting to get a little bit burnt out from the one-on-one side of things. And I always love the one-on-one, but I also started to see that I needed to build other income streams. So that actually did force me to monetize in other ways. It just helped me to grow in so many more ways than I had ever imagined, right? Because then having the nanny, I didn't feel guilty that I wasn't coaching every second that she was there because not everybody could make the coaching calls at the moment that she was there. So it allowed me to then, oh, okay, I'm going to work on these digital products. And I started doing that. So it just allowed so many things and such a transformation that I can't even really put to words. You know, that's why it's so important to, as a business owner, start, of course, you have one stream of revenue, at least one stream of revenue, or you wouldn't be a business. But, you know, finding, that's why I love to help moms find those other ways to monetize because it is so freeing and it frees up your time. You can create passive income products. Then it also enables you to channel your creativity and your expertise and put it into a different form of a product that might not be right for your one-on-one clients. It might be right for, you know, somebody else, but they still want your services. And so it's that I like the variety that it offers to the business owner, but then it helps you reach further with your clientele too. Yeah. And I didn't think, and this was like totally a limiting belief, but I didn't think that a digital product would affect somebody as much as it has. I've had people be like, this is life changing. And I'm like, really? Like, really? (laughs) You know, I didn't feel like I deserve that or that it was worth it because I had just recorded the videos once and sold it. So it took me a while to see that that was actually a good and valuable service that people do want. And the information was really impactful. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we don't really realize until we start helping others and get that feedback from them how valuable our knowledge can be to someone else. You kind of just assume and Some of the moms that I've been working with recently have been struggling with the confidence and the mindset. And, you know, you just kind of assume I had one mom who said, well, I just kind of assume everyone knows how to build out a WordPress site because, you know, there's bloggers and, you know, everyone has their own business. Everyone has their own website. And the more she talked to her community and asked, you know, what they needed help with, she realized that a ton of people in her community had no idea how to build a WordPress site and she could do it in her sleep. She could do it in an hour. Something I helped work with her on is to create a digital training that she could use for these people that maybe weren't ready to sign on with her one-on-one because they didn't want to work with someone one-on-one only to build their website. But she created this product and now she's helped all these moms be able to create their own website. And now they're ready to go back to her for those additional services that she offers. Yeah. 
That's such a good point, right? And sometimes they're not quite ready to work with us one-on-one. Right. But then you can do something small that would get them ready. So that's a really good point. So I'm going to skip ahead here to a little change of gears again. I love this question because this is pretty much how I started my business. And another one that gets really interesting answers is if you had to start all over again, you had no business, no team, no list, and no connections. You had just three hours a day to work on your business and $5,000. What would you do to start a business? What would I do to start a business? Something that I've learned along the way is to work backwards. So identify what your goals are and then work backwards. And it sounds so simple, like common knowledge, but you know, we're talking big overall business goals. Like in five years, what does your business look like? Okay. Now take that and work back for five years. And I'm not saying plan out every day for the next five years, but you know, having a particular business plan written out where you work backwards in order to stay on track and do your best to achieve those goals. And those goals may pivot and change throughout the five years. But as long as you have something that you know you're working towards instead of just having a fairly set business plan is, I think, so important. And being able to map out your end result and then figure it out along the way Break it into manageable steps, you know, break it into months and weeks and then even days as it gets closer. But, you know, something that besides working backwards and mapping it all out, kind of like what we talked about before was talk to other people. I would definitely talk more to people and put myself out there more quickly, even just to people that I know. I find it a lot easier to expose yourself online because there are people that you don't know in real life where it gets really scary sometimes is telling the people that you do know what you do, what your business is. And so I think if you can get over that hurdle and really get comfortable with telling the people, your friends and your family and ask them their opinion, they know you the best and they know your strengths and They know why they enjoy spending time with you. And if I started all over, I would look more towards the people that are closest in my life and try to maybe learn more about myself as far as coming up with that end result uh, business goal. Yeah, that so makes sense. I didn't know this off the top of my head, but I did take a course like towards the very beginning of starting this business that had me do that. And one of the things that I had to do was ask my husband and a few of the people close to me kind of what I was really good at. And they all said teaching. And so I had been doing a lot of coaching and it was when I had that kind of paradigm shift, right? Like I had all these coaching clients and I had hired the nanny and then I was not able to service the coaching clients during the time the nanny was there. And I was like, now is the time. This is where I can bring in my teaching. And that's when I started doing the courses. And I'm sorry to be talking about me so much in this episode. But (laughs) I think that that's so key. Sometimes we just want to do something else that's not our strength. Or we think that everybody else can do that thing that we do really well. Right, exactly. Because we do it so well, we're like, well, it's just come so easy. Of course, everyone else knows how to do that too. But in all reality, probably most people don't know how to do it and certainly not as well as you do. Mm-hmm. And so they can help you to really identify what that is. Because like I said, you're going to lay it down. You're going to be like, nah, everybody can do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> And they're like, no, I have no idea how to do it. Teach me. (laughs) So what have you identified as kind of like your strength? Not to copy off you or anything, but I definitely think one of my strengths is teaching and explaining in a way that Mm -hmm. makes it very easy to understand and making sure that there's enough detail, but not too much. I'm pretty concise, but I also think I provide a lot of detail. I've found that that works really well with the mom population that I serve because I teach them, but we stay concise because we don't have a lot of time. 
it's easy to get the end result because I do the step by step, really breaking it down into a system that works. Yeah, I definitely saw that when we worked together and you did the challenges. Those went really well for you. And it got a lot of engagement. You were teaching really well. I definitely saw that in you as well. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. So let me just ask a couple more questions and then we'll be wrapping up. Is there anything else that I haven't asked you that you think would be really helpful for a mom entrepreneur who's trying to get to that next level of success in their business? You know, I think really you got to do what makes you happy because if you're not happy at the end of the day, then what's the point of doing it? You know, I think as entrepreneurs, we try to stay on the path that makes us happy, but sometimes things happen and things come up in our business that we don't necessarily anticipate. And so staying adaptable and making sure that you're always staying on that course of your ultimate definition of happiness. It's really just, you know, you can't be successful. There's so many online businesses, so many people that start online businesses, they don't work. And I think part of the reason is that they're not doing something that they love or what they've built has become something that they don't love anymore. And so it's really hard to want to show up every day. And I think once that happens, it can become very apparent to other people, you know, to your clients and to your community. So really, you want to follow a path that you're doing something that you love that makes you happy, but that also, like we touched on before, that you're good at and that really stays in tune with your own strengths. Because as soon as you feel you're working too hard or, you know, you're not confident in what you're doing, again, it's confidence kind of goes hand in hand with happiness when it comes to the entrepreneurial world. Because if you're not confident in what you're doing, it's very hard to be happy at the end of the day with the services you've provided or the people you've helped or anything like that, really. Yeah, I love that. So you think that they should build their business around their strengths as well as kind of like their passion and what they really truly want and that they're going to have this long-term love for it versus something that's going to be like a quick money kind of thing. Exactly. You know, plus those quick money kind of things, they fizzle out. And so if it's something that you really love doing and that you're great at, you know, those are just two of the biggest factors I see that you can possibly have to set yourself up for success. Yeah, I totally agree. Okay, awesome. So where can people find out more about you? And I think you have an opt-in, so I'd love to hear about that as well. I do, yeah. So you can find me at smartbusinessmom.com. That is my primary site where I help mom entrepreneurs start their businesses or monetize their existing businesses. And I have a really great opt-in called 31 Ways to Monetize Your Business, which you can use to monetize your business or even if you're just getting started, it gives you 31 different ways that you can make money online. You can find that at smartbusinessmom.com slash success podcast. Awesome. Thank you so much for hanging out today, Kathleen. It's been a joy having you. Uh, Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the Mom Entrepreneur Success Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now, I'd love to hear from you. Head on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. By reviewing the show, it allows us to reach more moms to help them grow their businesses. So head on over there, leave us an honest rating, and I can't wait to catch up with you there. Have an awesome day.